Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Brewing Time with Armored Soul and... Quace and Banna. All right, Quace. And so tell me, what is the brew for today? All right. So the brew for today, we're going to be talking about isometrics. That's right. Isometrics. So tell me, do you know what isometrics mean or where it comes from? I was kind of looking it up about this. I know like, okay, so back in like math class, iso meaning equal, right? Like an isometric triangle, all equal mm-hmm. sides. I so sorry, equal. I, I thought that was isosceles, good sir. Iso- isometric triangle? Iso- isosceles? All right. I think you're going to school me on this one. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, iso meaning equal, uh, I believe, and metric meaning measurements. I think it has to do with a equal measurement of like the muscle stretching or something like that. So, am, I on, am I right on that? So you're on the right track. So it's isos meaning same or, you know, equal. And then metria, meaning length, and those both and those words both come from, as you've guessed it, Greek. Gotcha. Yeah, I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say Roman. You know, you're always talking about them. You know, the Romans in the sense like I, that. I wouldn't say Roman. Roman I would say Latin. I would say like Latin. Know, it comes, yeah, it comes from yeah. Latin. Like it's from Latin. Yeah. Cephalopod. You know what cephalopod means? I I, I think so. Yeah, it's, it's like head and foot or something like that. Exactly. Except, right. Exactly. Oh uh, yeah, that that anatomy knowledge coming through. That's good. <laughs> All right, so isometrics, right? Correct. So isometrics. So tell me, I mean, I know you were experimenting with isometrics in the beginning of, you know, your workout journey, no? Yeah. So like, um, you know, just going back to like our first, you know, baby episode that we had, our, our baby in that sense, we talked about isometrics, uh, like my personal um, take on that and like uh, my uh, regimen that I was following. Of course, I was doing like exercises, body weight um, or calisthenics based exercises like you know for example like i was doing bird dog uh pull-ups uh very like isometric pull-ups uh and some core exercises that i i think um some squats i think all fall under the um the belt of being isometric exercises yeah yeah looking at isometric exercise i mean think about that you're like when you're out there in nature you're not gonna find individually fixed weights right like a five a ten pound it's going to be very odd shaped and on top of that it's like well what if you're what if you're too weak or you're not strong enough to lift weights right so what then i would say that you would need to find exercises like body weight fitness right or something that could be like you know you want to you want to have equal force so exercises i think you could do i don't know by yourself i think yeah, I'm no, sure. again, that's that's that, those are what isometric exercises are. So, for example, like with me, I remember when I dislocated my shoulder, um, starting off physical therapy, I'm thinking to myself, like, they would give me a resistant band and they would just tell me, all right, now you're going to externally rotate your arm out. And I'm and they gave me the yellow band. And I remember I was like, dude, I'm stronger than this. And as soon as I went up <laughs> higher, I'm like, ah, my shoulder. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, what do they go? They go up how much pounds or something like that, right? And it could be like 5, 10, 20, 25, 30 pounds, I guess, of resistance. So, yeah. Okay. So, there's this exercise called the Poliquin exercise. So, what you do, so you're sitting down and you you have one knee bent. So, you, oh, it's kind of hard to describe it. So, then you're having your elbow rest on top of your knee that's bent, right? So, it's like you're sitting you're sitting in the Meruem posture. You know where Meruem He's sitting down the ground. You know what I'm talking about? I get you. I get what you're saying. Okay, yeah, you get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So imagine then now you're going to have a dumbbell and then you're just going to elevate while trying to keep that elbow in the fixed position where your knee is at, right? So having your elbow rest on top of your knee. And 
talking with my coworkers about this too. Um, your rotator cuffs, you could lift as heavy as 20 pounds maximum. I mean, rotator cuffs, they're not super strong muscles, but again, like you'd like to to use a 20 pound dumbbell to perform that exercise that's pretty impressive or even to think about it like when you have someone that's doing a pull-up and then they reverse themselves to where their arms are behind their backs trying to hold themselves up on on that bar you know what i'm you know what i'm saying i think so yeah it's it's honestly it's a feat it's it's not many people can do it that way you know your average joe is not going to be using those muscles to uh lift his entire body weight you know or even to think about someone with a shoulder replacement. They're not going to have the same mobility, strengthening, flexibility. Mobility, strengthening, and flexibility. So think about that. So after you're getting, a, let's say, a rotator tough chair or you're replacing the head of your shoulder. So think about that. You're not going to have that same function again. And where do we have to go? We have to go all the way back down to ground zero to strengthen those muscles. So that way we can have that range of motion. You know what I'm saying? I think so, yeah, the range of motion. Sure. And two, what type of exercise would you do? Old, You could do it the old school way. You just go in front of a tree and you push it with as with all the might that you have. And it's good to hold it maybe for some people say five seconds and you do like a set of 20 or so. Or even if you have, let's say, an RTX band, which is, um, you know what I'm talking about? It's those bands that you could change in shape. They have that length. That you could change the length of the band and then you're just pulling up. You're basically just doing isometrics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I have one actually right by my side. Actually, it's it's almost like the resistant band with handles, kind of, right? That you can hook onto things or whatever. Oh, dude, exactly. No, I mean, that's perfect. So, again, like you could do a squat. I mean, think about a horse stance. What is a horse stance, if you think about it? Horse stance is, um, you know, uh, knees kind of bent a little bit and um, torso kind of centered a little bit but you're, you're almost like you're in squatting position right and you're holding that it's holding that in a static position right static think about position, that sure. so you you yeah. are engaging you are engaging agonist and antagonist muscles do you know what those are probably you know what just i think you should explain i don't want i don't want to you know make fun of myself here so you go ahead so agonist muscles, so think about like with your biceps and your triceps, for example. So agonist are, is the perform of the action. Antagonist, antagonist muscles are the muscles acting against it, right? So um, I was actually thinking, like you said, horse stance. It made me think about like back in, back in the day, you know, uh, you know, also like doing a horse stance um, like on the wall. Like if you were to, I forgot what they call that a little bit. It's been such a long time since I've done that exercise always used to do it i was like when i was a kid you know like they'd say like you know bend your knees and put your back against the wall what, what do we call that i don't know like a wall 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 sit wall sit yeah yeah there you go i think that's kind of falls underneath an isometric exercise it's like the horse stance but like you're saying maintaining a static position so tell me you know now that we brought up static position why do we want to maintain a static position is it just because it's uh, it's keeping the muscles under like under stress. It's stretching them in that aspect, or you know, it's just like that's the like why wouldn't why wouldn't it be better to you know not be static or to move it you know continuously do that. So now we're getting into different types of exercises, right? So there are different um, 
isometrics, I guess you could say. So there's overcoming isometric. So it's like you get a heavy resistance band, right? So you get the heaviest one out there and then now you, or even better yet, let's talk about fly weights. If I'm saying this term correctly, you know, where you're on the pulley machines, you know what I'm saying? At a, at a gym, you know what I I'm talking so, about? Yeah. You, let's say you put that weight on the heaviest, not to the point to where you can't move it anymore, because at that point, again, it's an isometric, but we will, but now we're performing overcoming isometric. So we're still overcoming that object and we're going through that full range of motion so now we are continually strengthening ourselves throughout that position does that make sense i think so yeah yeah sure. as in with fly an isometric flyweights i'm trying to, i'm just trying to think about fly it's been a while since i've been in the gym and but those kind of weights whatever flyweights are just the um it's not the one where you're sitting down like you can be standing up right and it just has the pulley that you're literally pulling down or sideways or diagonal whatever and there's a weight attached to the other end right you're literally just pulling down and lifting up a weight am i is that right you could do or, that so remember you could also okay. change the height you could change the height of of what you're trying to do so let's say if you're doing tricep extensions or bicep uh, curls you know what i'm saying sure yeah with those uh, again with those exercises now we're doing our overcoming isometric exercises so now we're incorporating more muscle fibers and we are trying and we are intentionally moving through that immovable object right and two and what you're thinking of is like uh, when you said oh hey so what about what about moving throughout that throughout that same um exercise so with isotonic exercises it's again you're you have you ever seen a nordic curl by any chance mm, no i don't think so it is an it's, it's an intense exercise i mean it's it's great to strengthen your your quads and your hamstrings i mean it's a it's a beautiful exercise so basically what you're doing so you'll have someone basically holding you at your ankles and you are extending your body Right. And think about that. You're activating your hamstrings and now you have to pull yourself back. So you're lengthening oh, wow. that muscle. Okay. Yeah, you looked at, you saw that, right? Yeah, I'm looking at a picture right now. That seems like a like a like strenuous, you know, in that, in that aspect. I, you know, I, this is kind of like the reverse part of a Nordic curl is what I'm, I guess, familiar with. You know, you're like, um, you know, if you were to put, like lock your knees underneath the bar and um, pull up pull weights up i guess with your legs uh this is just seems like i don't know it, it seems like your whole body is being pushed up just from that that seems pretty crazy to do that yeah i know i mean it's it's a beautiful exercise i use that again again to strengthen my knees as well okay and that's just uh exercising the knees and and some of the, and the calf muscles i guess i mean it's a, it's a whole bunch you know you got your quads you got your hamstrings um Probably there's some calves involved in that as well. I would have to look at the list of all the muscles that are activated. Oh, your core too. When you're doing your reverse, mm, you're activating sure, yeah. that core to again brace yourself. It's like okay, time to go back now. And so let's talk about that. Like with the core, because um, I remember back, you know, like obviously I'm not, I'm not exercising as much as I, I used to be, partly because of you know life and 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 the things the curveballs is throwing at me. But uh, I digress. So, like with the core, what isometric exercise besides the Nordic curl? Like, how do you kind of? Is it just bracing your core that helps um, strengthen it? I mean, because obviously with like 
you know, um, uh, other muscles, you lift weights or something like that, you know, you're, you're, you're pulling up things or pushing things. There's a lot of movement involved, right? Um, but with the core, do you just flex, you know, in a sense, I know like with bird dog, I guess, I, I mean, when I do bird dog, you know, I'm also, I'm lifting up a leg and I'm lifting up, uh, you know, the opposite arm and that kind of, I guess, strengthens the core but i guess what i'm saying is like how do you normally strengthen the core just kind of flexing and tighten the you know um you know muscles there i guess so the way that i'm viewing it is that you want to be functional when you're using your core so let's say uh, okay right now we're in a chair correct right so one thing that we could do to help strengthen our core we could do basically this prayer exercise so what you're going to do, you're going to put your hands together. You're going to press them together, right? You're going to feel that activate into your into your pecs. And then you're going to raise one leg up. You're going to have it in flexion. And you're going to hold that, let's say, for 30 seconds. And think about that. What's that going to do? Now you're, again, you're resisting yourself. You're engaging your abdominals. And you're also engaging your lower extremities just to keep yourself upright up until you're fatigued. No? Sure, and I get you. So that's one way that we can look at strengthening our cores. And then, you know, you see ab crunches. But again, too, you're also, how would I say this too? When you see a farmer, and let's go back to the old school um, methods of agriculture, you know what a scythe is, correct? Yeah, yeah. I actually wanted to, just a side note in that sense, I actually was going to buy one. Because I wanted to, I got, I got really tired of when like mowing the front yard in that sense, right? I hate gas and then we got an electric mower. It's a little bit, I mean, besides whichever one is better, that's not the point of it. I just really did not like that. And also, um, it's not hard to, you know, side an entire, uh, you know, front yard. I mean, if we're talking about acre, acres upon acres, that's another thing entirely, which people did and still do to this day and age. But it does, uh, um, it's actually better for the grass and actually grows better. So really? it's just a side note in that sense. Oh, yeah. Wait, so I'm you can actually, now. yeah, you know, you can get one for like, like German made steel sides um, for like 200 bucks and they'll be like custom made to your length of your body, uh, right uh, hand dominant or left hand dominant. Um, you look like the Grim Reaper though, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, uh, your neighbors might be like, who is this guy? I'm going to call 911, you know, in a sense. But, um, yeah, just, just, just a side note on this. Oh, ooh, do you hear that side note? Hey, side note? I see All what right, you did there. You go. Okay. But yeah, so you were saying, uh, like the, you know, olden days, the farmers, they had sides. So again, like when they're, when they're reaping out there in the field, right, they have, well, what are they doing? They have to rotate their torso, right? And again, it's not a very harsh movement. It's gentle, right? Yeah, exactly. It's very fluid. It's very fluid. And again, they're strengthening their abdominals through that, through that labor. That's another form of exercise. So that's another little side note. But like, again, when you're doing ab crunches at the gym and you're on that machine, your spine has three planes of motion, right? So you got flexion, you have extension, and then there's a side one. I think if I remember correctly, like oblique, it goes off at an angle. You know what I'm talking about? So yeah, so I was right. So it's flexion, extension, side bending, and rotation. When you're out there in the field and you're cutting away at the grass, again, you're adding some, maybe a little, you're going to add a, maybe a little bit of side bending. You're going to add some rotation and maybe a little bit of extension. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, you know, and, and even like you're talking about in the olden days of those kind of exercises, I know um, for forearms, one of the exercises that I really wanted to incorporate uh, in, to, in, into my regimen were actually call them, I think, farmer curls. Have, have you heard of that? Farmer curls? Farmer curls. Uh, I mean, that rings a bell. Actually, it's called the farmer's curl. I think it's called farmer's walk. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. So they yeah. have two dumbbells on the side? Yeah, yeah. Or two really heavy, you know, kind of things. Like, and you're just literally walking. And so you're not really, you're moving, you're walking, of course, but you're not like lifting up these dumbbells and really like swinging in your body. You're just bracing the whole time, you know. And it's really good for the forearms. And I, I imagine some some of the core too. Oh yeah, no, for sure. And also too, let's let's talk about the benefits of isometrics, right? So again, it helps teaches you stabilization. It can also help with arthritis, and it allows the joint to go through the full range of motion. Again, it's strength training, uh, pain management, and it also helps lower blood pressure. Those are all really good things. You know, I just honestly was um, I was in school and I was taking vitals. I uh, had to do a pass off actually on vitals, and I was checking blood pressure. And, um, many of the, like, um, interestingly enough, medical emergencies that we had to kind of, um, diagnose, a lot of them have blood pressure, you know, and a lot of, I think, feel like a lot of exercises nowadays, it's like everybody has blood pressure, right? Issues, high blood pressure. It's like, did you, did you just, I guess when you get into like a situation where you actually have to take like people's blood pressure, you're like, Whoa, everybody has high blood pressure. Are you on are you on uh, any kind of like um blood pressure medication? No. Okay. Is it is it um did you would you were you running upstairs before you got to the you know the clinic? No. Oh, it's diet. Oh, you know, it's like that's it. Either they have a, a history of it, you know, or they have diet and that's just another thing. So I guess like you know, back to you're saying um these exercises are a boon for you know, helping an individual kind of with with those adverse medical uh, adverse health uh, effects that they have, like high blood pressure or so. And two, think about it: if we don't use our body, what's going to happen? It's going to deteriorate. I don't believe at all that we're meant just to get broken as we get older. Is how we take care of ourselves. Again, it comes down to what we eat, what we do in our daily lives. And for example, like again, if we're not bending our knees what what is that teaching our body to do not to bend our knees so therefore then we start walking peg-legged that's actually interesting you brought up um this is a whole nother side note but i was watching a documentary over uh places in, in in different countries that have high or not high rather they called them centennials or something like that which is just people that are living longer than normal so it's like why are there a bunch of 90 year old healthy people all living in this one spot and actually one thing they brought you know i know this is our like our plug we always bring up japan um but in many countries uh, japan included i'll just specify in japan the elderly if you just notice the furniture notice the furniture they are not sitting on couches as much as let's say Americans or other Western, you know, um, uh, countries. And so they are on the floor and what happens when you have to get up, you got to use all your muscles. There was a test actually done. I think, um, I think New York times was sponsoring it or something like that about like how, like if you sit on the ground right now, if you just go crisscross applesauce, Indian style, 
whatever you want to call it, you know, you just go sit on the ground. Do you have to use your hands to get up or can you use your legs, Your, you know, 100%, you know, can you get up without having to push up from the ground? Some people can't, you know. Exactly. Some people can't. And you know what's scary? So this is also another uh, a book, again, a fabulous book called Move Your DNA by Katie Bowman. Excellent read. And she talks about how it's important. For example, she brings up uh, of how she sleeps on the floor now. She has a bed and she sleeps on the floor because she looked at the studies. And of course, just like what you said, having raised beds, you don't provide that stress onto your joints. You're not going through that full range of motion. You could get away with that right now since you're young, but as you get older, right, your muscles become weaker and you're going to fatigue a lot more easily. And what happens? Falling. Like for me, me doing martial arts to do judo, I've taken plenty of falls. And when I hear someone's like, oh yeah, my, my grandfather fell and I'm thinking to myself, really? He got hurt from that? But again, like I, I don't I don't have that same mindset or concept that they do. She's all, She also spoke about how if you have to use your hands to get up to get up off of the floor, your chances of death increases. I forgot the percentage, but it's it's a pretty high amount. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's what I think New York Times. That might be maybe that's what's sponsored from when you're like Katie Bowman. Um, but yeah, like you don't want to have <laughs> was it three point contact? You don't want to be lifting yourself up with your hands. It means that you don't have any core muscles to do so or even leg muscles to do so you're compensating uh by pushing up like you you know it, it didn't even make sense actually like you know you're sitting down upright why would you want to even you know in in the opposite of an upright position to get up it doesn't it doesn't make sense but that's just what people have because you know their their mus- muscles or whatever those things are atrophied enough but yeah okay guys well that's really all the time we have for today we appreciate you tuning in supporting us in our Endeavor, listening to Bruin Time. And remember, guys, thank you for listening. And keep those mugs warm for next time. Till the next next brew. brew.